Hey there, welcome to this Real Life Church podcast. We are continuing to make our way through the New City Catechism, 52 questions and answers with scripture covering uh, the, the foundational truths of the Christian faith. And again, um, I, I think in the day and time in which we live where there is confusion abounding in our culture uh, coming from all different directions, I think there's a lot of confusion even in the church as more and more um, individuals and churches find themselves facing um, a hostile culture, and we need to be grounded in what is true, what has, what is true, what has always been true, and 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 to put it a way that I heard recently, what what is true, whether or not you and I were ever born. That that's that's how you know if something's true. If it's true, whether or not you and I ever believed it, ever were even born. We need to be grounded in these truths. Okay, so we're, we're continuing through the New City Catechism. The catechism is just a tool, I think, to help um, encapsulate what Scripture teaches. It's by no means meant to take the place of Scripture. Get in the, in the, get in the Bible, devour it, immer- immerse yourself in it, and use this catechism as a help. Okay, question 26 is what we're covering uh, this Uh, this episode. Question 26 asks this, what else does Christ's death redeem? Answer 26 is this, Christ's death is the beginning of the redemption and renewal of every part of fallen creation as he powerfully directs all things for his own glory and creation's good. Now, I think this question and answer hit on a remarkable truth and quite frankly, on something that is perhaps a bit of a corrective for us. Because here's the question that I thought of from this uh, subject matter. Did Jesus die just for souls? Did Jesus die just to save souls? Well, the answer is no. He didn't just die for souls. Of course, we understand that souls Lost souls, excuse me, lost souls will suffer eternal punishment for their sins at the hand of an, uh, at the hands of a righteous God. So the soul is all important. Let that be said. Let that be said loud and clear. The soul is all important. I think it was Charles Spurgeon who said the soul is worth ten thousand worlds. Amen. We need to affirm that. However, Jesus died and rose again not just to save souls, but to redeem every part of creation. When Jesus began his public ministry, he, came, he entered into Galilee and said, the kingdom of God is at hand. And he followed this up, this teaching, with healing the sick, casting out demons, raising the dead, and so forth. I think this is evidence that the work of Christ is far-reaching beyond just the salvation of non-physical souls. Now, regardless of one's eschatology, every Christian believes that Jesus, I mean, every real Christian, every true born-again Christian believes that Jesus is going to return again and that the world itself will be renewed, will be restored, will be resurrected. I think you can use any one of those words, resurrected is a good one, but renewed, restored, I think you can use any of those words, means the same thing, essentially. Um, the world, all of creation is going to be 
resurrected, renewed, restored. Remember that although God's creation is corrupted because of sin, it was originally created good. Go back to the creation account in Genesis 1 and 2. After each day, days 1 through 6, God looked at what he made and it was good. Of course, it's been corrupted because of sin. It's been subjected to futility, Romans 8 tells us. But God did that in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. So all of creation groans, but all of creation will be restored, resurrected, renewed. Christians also believe that the bodies of every Christian will be raised incorruptible and glorified, and that our final state, our final state, the final state of eternal life will be on the new earth with Jesus Christ, and that righteousness and peace will reign forevermore, will reign forever and ever and ever. And so, Christ's death is the beginning of the redemption and renewal of every part of fallen creation, as Christ powerfully directs all things for his own glory and creation's good. Now, Colossians 1, 19 and 20 says this, For in him, that is in Christ, all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross.